Good morning, America. Yep, up and at them. Up and at them. Oh, get on stretch. Okay, here we go. This is Mark Dunnigan. I'm your host for The Daily Answer. Modern man is fascinated with the messages which are left by previous generations. And I'm right in there. People wonder about the significance, purpose, and meaning, for example, of the large mounds left behind by the mound builder culture that came and went in North America. That is still a mystery. And in Macon, Georgian, on our trip, Cindy and I had a privilege uh, to go and visit one of those mounds. And we will probably see some as we come down the Natchez Trace. I know there was one huge one outside of St. Louis, but there are many such mounds. What was the purpose? What were they trying to tell us? Others are fascinated with the Native American rock drawings or paintings or carvings left on rocks in different parts of the West. Seen that too. Seen some amazing ones in the petrified forest. And one of them is almost like a stork with like a baby. And they said maybe the story is that, you know, you tell your kids, hey, you don't eat all your peas or you misbehave. And that bird will come and get you and take you back. And then we saw others in Canyonlands. There's almost like a newspaper. I think it was called Newspaper Rock in Canyonlands. And others, others, when we were outside of Los Alamos, north of Santa Fe, around Bandelier National Monument. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. What were they trying to tell us? What is it they were wanting to remember? What was the motivation? When I was younger, there were many books written about the, uh, the lines or the large drawings only fully seen or appreciated from the air because of their massive size that are etched into the Peruvian coastal plain, about 250 miles south of Lima. On the ground, all you see is like a line. It you know, looks like a path. But from the air, you realize it is a massive picture. And over the years, I've been equally fascinated by the messages left by my ancestors. I have books, letters, or pictures on which my parents or grandparents made little notes. I have slips of paper where my grandfather was figuring something or in the back of a book, adding numbers together, I guess. I guess it was handy. It was something available for doing a little bit of math at the moment. And maybe scratch paper was hard to come by when you're scratching for a living. Probably now, oh boy, what is it now, 10 years? Oh no, over that, longer, longer than 10 years ago. Before my mom died, she handed over to me the love letters that my father had exchanged and she had exchanged with him during the Second World War. I've not read them yet, not sure if I ever will. Yet it would probably give me the clearest insight into my dad's inner world about which he was very guarded and silent. I would encourage all of us to write on the back of any pictures in which we know and boy, there we go. I mean, most, most of your pictures are on your phone now, right? But you probably still have some actual pictures in a box somewhere at home, right? Photographs, like on photography paper. You know, we're talking ancient history here. 
write on the back of those the people in the picture because I have pictures that have been handed down to me by my parents that I don't have a clue who certain people are in the picture. I've almost had to try to figure that out on my own. Who was that in the picture? Because believe it or not, in 50 years or in 70 years, no one, no one will know who that is in that picture. Yeah, I was right on your photos. Maybe the same thing might be true is your mementos. The thing is in your house that maybe you picked up when you were traveling. Where'd you get that? When did you get that? I know it sounds time consuming, but boy, the next generation might find it very meaningful. What birthday did you get that? Because there's going to be a mystery about that forever when it gets handed down to them like, what's the story behind this? What's the story? In one generation, and it only takes one, all that information can be oh, just so easily lost. And what one generation just took for granted, like, well, everyone knows that. Everyone knows who that is. The next generation won't have a clue. I look at my dad's handwriting when he was younger and wonder, what was he thinking or doing at that time? I have at least one book report that he put together Boy, sometime in the 20s when he was in grade school. My mom had beautiful penmanship, which is sadly becoming a lost art. It seems that the human race behaved better when we cared about such hmm, seemingly small details, like how do you correctly draw each letter, small case, uppercase? How about good grammar? How about just simply knowing how to dress and behave yourself in public? Manners. Yeah. When I was a child, I loved to watch my teachers in elementary school write on the chalkboard. It was pure art. In fact, I'd rather watch a real school teacher write on a chalkboard, a seasoned old school school teacher then go to some modern museum of art. Just, man, just draw the alphabet, lowercase, uppercase. <laughs> just write something on the board. Pure art, pure art. And I would say to myself, I wish I could do that. And they did that without any guidelines. They did it freehand. I know there are many shortcuts today or waves of abbreviating words and texting, but I'm a little concerned that all of our abbreviations are leading us down the road to where we will eventually communicate with grunts and scratching ourselves. A couple of years ago, when I was selling a piece of property, the lady at the title company informed me that she had a situation in which an 18 year old young man was either signing off on the title or being put on the title to some property. And she told him they needed his signature. And he responded, what's a signature? He had never signed his name up to that point in his life on any document. Boy, how do you do that? I don't know how many times, <laughs> how many times did I have to sign my name 
before I was turned 18 years old. Wow. How do you how do you go to high school and never have to sign your name? I don't get that. I don't get that. Now, over the years, I left my own messages like someone from an ancient and forgotten civilization. Often it was when I was homesick. Oh, and, I, and I remember where I put those messages. I would record that event on my bedroom wall. Well, and, and I knew mom didn't really want me writing on that wall, but I would put it where you typically could not see it. Maybe it would be around the corner inside the closet that was by my bed, or maybe it was where my bed came against the wall and the bed and the mattress covered the wall. I would write it there. And I might write something like May, May 9th, 1971, sick. Or Mark was sick on this day. And boy, what, what, what motivated me to do that? What motivated me to record that event? Now, when I left home, mom had the interior of the house repainted. And she found a number of my hieroglyphics. She hadn't covered up. But I remember at the time of writing those little notes, I knew, even though it, even though when I was young, it seemed like time dragged. It was forever between Christmases and birthdays. Time was moving slowly when I was young. But, but here's the thing. I knew something in me said, Mark, yeah, you're sick today and you're 10 years old or 12, but you're going to turn around and five years will have passed. 10 years will have passed. 20 years will have passed. 50 years will have passed. Yeah, here you are. 13, no driver's license, no girlfriend, in bed, sick, you know, eighth grade, starting freshman high school. And you're going to turn around and you're going to have a wife and kids. Or Mark, you're going to turn around and you're going to have a house and a car and your kids are going to be in high school or college. Or Mark, you're going to turn around and you're going to be retired. Mark, you're going to turn around and be older than your mom is right now. Boy, and I think Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11 would describe that as, as God putting eternity in our heart. Maybe, maybe I realize that I would not be living in that house forever. That's not going to be home forever. Eventually, I would move out. Another family would own it, but I wanted to be remembered. Maybe I was trying to tell myself, seize the day. The house we have in Beaverton, the last time that we put, or no, it wasn't the last time, it was before that, we did a recarpet job and we also got rid of the pad and put a new pad down. So we were down the subfloor. And we, we left messages on the subfloor. Here's where the family Christmas tree typically was placed. Here were the name of the cats. Here's 
the bedrooms of each child. Here's, we tried to tell a story. Here's where we had the computer in. You know that the Dunnigans used to live there. And we, we knew eventually that if God allowed enough time to pass, even though at that time we had been in the neighborhood for a number of years and all the neighbors knew us, but if God allowed enough, enough time to pass, it would get to the point that no one in the neighborhood that was living there now knew that we had ever lived there, that we would be forgotten by all successive generations. You know, even my distant relatives will not know who I was. You know, do you know your great, great, great grandfather? But that's okay, because God knows who I am. Over the years, I know I've had some silly ideas. And so when I was a kid and our family was traveling, in a time I used the restroom in some new town or restaurant, gas station or campground, or people we were staying with, I would say to myself, part of me will be here forever. Yet my DNA is probably long gone from such places, even including my aunt's former home in my beloved Central Oregon. Maybe some of those drawings by the Native Americans in the Southwest were not trying to tell us some complicated or mysterious story, but maybe they were the ancient equivalent of Mark was sick on this day. This is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers. <laughs>